electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber, all back at post nine of the New York Stock Exchange. Pre-markets getting back some of Friday's downside reversal. A big week for inflation data. CPI Thursday, earnings this week, UPS, Disney, BABA, Under Armour, Roblox, and more. The roadmap begins with the macro picture. S&P Nasdaq looking to rebound from some four-day losses as investors digest some conflicting Fed rate hike commentary. Plus, shares Apple are looking to bounce back. They are off of what was the worst week and day of the year. The company reportedly looking to boost its efforts in AI. And Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg seemingly agreeing to that cage match, but some hurdles still ahead. We'll fill you in on all the fight details. Let's begin with the markets, though. S&P Nasdaq, as we said, coming off their worst week since March, Jim. That, uh, that reversal Friday didn't feel great. Oh, my. It, it, it took your breath away. And, and I was watching him just saying, what happened? Is there some event? Did something happen that, that was exogenous? But then again, I mean, look, let's remember, uh, well, the bonds having a nice move today. I mean, they were down 30 ticks. Now they're only down 11. But I thought that, that Friday was one of those days where people just said, OK, we've had a great year. Now let's just sit here and sit on our hands. And that was what I was thinking to start my show tonight is to just sit on my hands. And I may do it. Because I just felt that we've made a lot, made a lot of money, uh, and, and maybe that's what we're going to make for a month. You've been pretty leery of uh, of this period we're in. Yes, I am. Kinda, I, I don't like this period. Uh, kind of reminds you of some of the calls this morning. Say, take B of A on Nvidia. Sentiment's obviously going to be more subdued than last time. Uh, we, you have made a lot of money. Well, yeah. You know, look, he's got to talk. He's going to talk tomorrow. Uh, but my, my problem with NVIDIA is, like, I had Larry Williams on. He's one of the greatest chartists of all time in history. And he started out by saying, Jim, you're wrong in NVIDIA here, which, David, I always find is a little intimidating when someone just says you're wrong. Mm-hmm. 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 That's not enough uh, for you, Jim? We haven't, look, we haven't been together in weeks, and, well, that, and you're already well, like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I mean, you don't even look up. I, I, he said that NVIDIA, you know, I'm going to be wrong on NVIDIA. That's, I heard you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I this always hear you. Your most trusted technician is yeah. Yes. And uh, it was very, it was very jarring because Nvidia's had an amazing run. You know, I think it's Jensen Wong. I, 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 I'm, I'm aware of what you think of Nvidia. I met people at the Eagles who thanked me for Nvidia. As they should. I don't need any of his nonsense. The Philadelphia Eagles thanked me for Nvidia. As they should. As they should. Yeah. What's the point now? The point is that look, it, see, gave look, you, wow. it gave see, you. That's that's uh, that's Jason JK. Kelsey, and he loved Nvidia. And I got to tell you, I did well for him. I know you did, and for many many other people. And not just that name, Jim. But let's get back to this chartist good, guy. Good picture. Who uh, gave you pause? He's not a chartist historian. Market historian. Oh, market historian. Okay. He got just it. said that typically, you know, when you have a stock that's up this much, two hundred percent, you're going to get a little give back. It's up the most of any stock in the S&P. 
It's not a meme stock, by the way. It's not Rite Aid. No. Keep it the joke of Rite Aid and how people are running Rite Aid. Yeah, but those things tend to be for companies that are on the brink of bankruptcy or on the brink of a very difficult period. You know how sometimes you get a bad steak and you stick a fork in it? Why don't we just stick a fork in Rite Aid right now and just tell everybody who's buying Rite Aid, you know, you're nuts. It's only going to make it go up more. Well, I don't care. I'd like to save people money. There's nothing wrong with trying to save people money. Well, we sat here with GameStop for quite some time, and it only went higher and higher, and, and a lot of people made the, a lot of money. Then we pulled and, the plug. And then AMC. I pulled the catheter, and I pulled the plug. For a while, and, but I mean, ultimately, AMC. you know, the fundamentals do reign. It just can take years before that happens in, well, these, in just, these meme cases. Well, look, right at 297, okay? Well, the government won't allow CBS to buy it. They won't, they won't allow Walgreens to buy it. There's no natural buyer. The company's doing poorly. The meme people seize on that. Because this is a two-dollar stock, and I like you know I, I sometimes I play the lottery. I haven't really won big yet. Mm, I did win the market Phillip- cap companies. We should point out, right? A Tupperware, tiny. Well, Jim can sell like three of his houses. Boom, I, I was. Buy a, them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I mean, Tupperware. I talked to, to some execs who used to run Tupperware. I mean, it was a really good company, and then it was running the ground. It got hurt by COVID because it's door to door. No one really regards it as being this kind of, you know, a, a stock. But these people run the stocks. A lot of them do it through Robinhood. And we want them to start thinking about other things. Like, if yellow goes under, you should buy XPO. That's what they should be thinking about. They shouldn't be thinking about Rite Aid because Rite Aid's not going to have any sort of reversal here. They're not going to call in and say, you know, you're, you're quite wrong. We are doing well in the prescription business, especially with CVS and Walgreens doing among the worst acting stocks it would be one thing if we had an FTC that blessed anything, but the FTC blesses nothing. I mean, I've been working on the Amgen deal with Amgen Horizon. Amgen Horizon, yes. And, oh, you looked up. Thank I've you. I've spent a lot of time on that as well, as you know. Well, yes. okay, well, I think that deal's going to be trashed by Lena Khan. Uh, well, it's easy to say that because, of course, they're already suing, so yes. Well, no, I'm saying it, it put, it's, it's putting pressure on what I think is a very good deal. I, Most for people, for Americans. People who have examined that deal, Jim, do not believe the government has a very strong case to right. be made well, here be like in terms Microsoft. of stopping it on anti-competitive yeah, but grounds. Everything gets there stopped. is a belief. There's a belief, I, and I've expressed. There were I, I've reported previously on talks about a settlement. You may remember between right. the two they sides. Broke they bro- then they broke down. Um, but there are many who believe prior to any trial. I think it's late September. We're talking yeah. potentially. Uh, you would see yet again a resumption of efforts because the staff may not want to see this thing go to court well, and yes, lose again. But remember, Amgen has made pledges that they won't do this rebate that's situation. Right. That's right. And the, you know, Lena Khan just says that's meaningless. Lena Khan, the head of the FTC, says that's meaningless. Uh, and now when I speak to people within the FTC, they always say the same thing. Which, hey, you voted for us. That's what you get. You voted for Biden. Well, I, think, yeah. I think it's a little bit of a different, more complicated situation than that. You've got a longtime staff who may not agree with everything no, I'm uh, that's about being done people, by the commission. Political people. But yes, yeah. I think they're and professionals. And I do think Biden did outsource to a certain extent to Warren and Sanders as a, as that's a what people you go. Say. That's what people say yeah. to, to Senator. That's, that's the reigning yeah. thoughts, at least amongst the, the M&A world. Right. I think that's right. Senator so, Warren... Right. She doesn't like deals. I don't get too far afield, but, you know, when I look at this, I say to myself, you're, you're not going to get bailed out. The people who are buying right aid. That's just greater fool theory. And that's driven. I mean, they can go, they can gun it to four, but they're playing the BGL game. BGL. 
Bag it, gun it, and liquidate it. BGL. Do you ever play BGL? No, I haven't. Yeah, you never did? It's like canasta. Bag it, gun it, and liquidate it. BGL. That's back to Kramer Berkowitz days or back no, to... No, I never BGL'd. I never BGL'd. I never BGL'd, son of a... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Horrible. He comes in, he comes back, and he's just <laughs> the same. accusing you of BGL. I never BGL. You'd call me every morning and say, they upgraded this one, they downgraded that one. <laughs> I had, and then when I reported it, I'm sure I know who was selling. I never did that. No, you know, know you that's did. really unfair. I know you did. But I know there was By the way, of, you wrote a book about it, but you didn't. Yes, do I did. That. I, everybody, my lawyer said, if you write this book, you're finished. I said, well, no, it's usually someone else who writes about it, and you're finished. I wrote about it. And I, I guess I was finished. I don't that's know. It was a really good book. Thank you. One of, so well, one of many, I would holds say. Up. Yes. Yeah, holds up. Holds yeah. up. That's a, that was but a really they're doing, I'm, I'm mentioning it only because we could talk very easily about Campbell's, which we will. Yeah, but we I will. just, I don't want people to, to get BGL'd on Reddit. And that's what they're doing. And, and, you know, I watch the tape and I just say, okay, younger people are here playing. They're playing. And how much fun is that? Have they been to a write-in? I've got Jerome, Jerry, he's my pharmacist. It's terrific. Used to be a local pharmacist. But I don't think that's the reason to buy. We'll get to Campbell's in a bit. Uh, let's cover Berkshire really quick, though. Uh, results over the weekend, as you may know. OperaNet up 6-6. A massive cash pile grows to nearly $150 billion at the end of June. That's a near record. Uh, the general take is rates affecting various business units. And then valuation of equities sort of limiting their buybacks, yeah. limiting their purchases. I mean, look, Evan Greenberg from Chubb is doing a better job than they are with insurance. Point blank. Geico's not, you know, look, insurance is a fungible thing. Geico had a better quarter, though, than didn't, didn't Geico have okay. a better the quarter? The combined than... ratio for their insurance company was not great versus, versus what Evan Greenberg put up. And the rail, horrible. Okay, down, what, 25%? More than 20%. Yeah. And now Apple. Oh, my. Well, it's still been an incredible winner. Up 40% this year. Incredible I think, winner. by the way, the reaction to Apple on Friday, down 4 and then next week down 9 those are people who just feared downgrades today, and they didn't get the downgrades. So let's see how they do. Well, it's interesting. Uh, there's been some work this morning on when you get this overbought, how long does it take to absorb? The other is, though, is that the time period between the June quarter earnings and the phone announcement in September, City argued Friday, usually beats the S&P. But that would be something. I mean, I remember when I lost my, I lost my 13, so lucky 13, so, which immediately, by the way, showed up in Bolivia. That was interesting because I had that find my phone it's Bolivia. in Bolivia. Yeah. So I went, I had to, I got the 14 the week, you know, the week it came out. We've been in 14ville for a long time. And yet the analysts and the people were acting like, well, 15's out, it's a bomb. No one believes in Vision Pro. No one. And yet I wanted to watch Hijack in Vision Pro. So watch Hijack? I haven't. I'm a, Idris Elba, love him since The Wire, but to have not watched uh, this Street, Hijack. Stringer Bell? Remember, he got the degree from Baltimore Community College? I do. But back to Apple and the Vision Pro and somehow hijacked. What? I just think the Vision Pro is the way to watch that kind of movie. Well, I would, you're one of I the, lay down the couch. few who's had a chance to even well, try. I just, I just think I'd lay down the couch and watch it in that plain scene at the end. I'm not going to, no spoiler here. But I just think this is the way to watch things. People are averse to having any goggles unless they're snorkeling. And this I think that's not going to move the needle for Apple for quite some time. Come on, Jim. you're going to go to the Apple store 
Oh, how about if T-Mobile decides if I you switch and you get it? Big a how about price. buy now, it's pay too later? Big a price. For buy now, pay thirty now, five hundred. Even the carriers are not going to want to subsidize to that level. Oh, I'm glad you know. Well, a thousand dollar phone is different. Thirty five hundred. We don't is know. A, maybe one. Maybe Mike Siebert <laughs> likes it. Maybe they give you buy now, pay later over, over a course of two years. That was my suggestion. Well, the, the, my other, suggestion. the other debate Friday was you, you talk about we've been in 14-ville for so long, but the phones at this point are so efficient. Do you? I mean, is a four-year upgrade? Maybe that's too soon. I, I, I look, there's always something that blows you away. Boy, they are doing so well in these countries when you add them up. They come to a billion people, but we're so non-knowledgeable. A lot of us is India, but you remember the Philippines, Indonesia, Turkey. By the way, their currency, how about the currency? Hitting them for four. I mean, you, a lot of people just feel like, wait a second, the dollar's... You know, dollar's been okay, but they sell in a lot of countries where the currency is. Let's just say, let's go there and have a steak dinner. Yeah. So, Apple, you're defending Apple here. You think? Yes. That I am. move down is is over. No, I just think you own it, don't trade it. They buried the stock a million times. Hey, can I just say that Amazon? I didn't get to talk about it. That was a wow's a quarter. And Jassy has has cracked the code. The regionalization of 200,000 SKUs, so they know, you know. Remember that you would get Colgate toothpaste, and it might come from Texas to New Jersey, and they're losing money. But how about if it goes? They have the staples in eight different re- I mean, the regions. Yeah. Oh my God, they can do 15 regions. Brian Oslovsky, what a call. Did you, were you on the call? It was fantastic. No, but I was paying attention, actually. I, and I but did. you paying attention? I did. Yeah, I was on vacation, but I still managed what to What does that have to do with it? Well, I'm, Looked I at his iPhone. Yeah, Vaca- I was reading. When you're on I mean, vacation. I'm not quite like you, where there is no real vacation. Vacation is a chance to really Other dig in. the 10 the minutes calls. you spend in your tomato garden in your tie and suit. Do you take uh, transcripts of earnings calls into the tomato garden? Yeah. Or? Sometimes I do. I, this weekend, yes. <laughs> yeah. I had tomato blight. I had to pull three plants, and I was very upset. So what I do is I take a conference call. Of course. Sit in the garden. Makes it feel better to read the Amazon call. Well, that's how I relax. Kind of gets you calm. Got dirt all over it. Yeah. I don't understand what you do. I mean, that's what that call's for, is to make you feel better if you have tomato blight. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, did I tell you that the eagles, they all had NVIDIA? All of them. All of them. All of them. A.J. Brown did not have NVIDIA. But Lane Johnson... (laughs) Uh, Coming up after the break, we'll get to some of the uh, research we got today, plus the latest on this possible cage match between Musk and Zuckerberg as the two billionaires trade more jabs online over the weekend. We got details. Take a look at the pre-market looking fairly healthy after a wobbly week last week. More Squawk on the Street in a minute. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. 
Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg seemingly agreeing to their long-anticipated cage match, exchanging jabs on their respective social media platforms. Musk says all the proceeds of the fight would be donated to charity, adding it'll be live-streamed on X, to which Zuckerberg responded, quote, shouldn't we use a more reliable platform that can actually raise money for charity? As for when that might take place, Musk said the exact date's still in flux. He's getting an MRI, may require surgery. Zuck says, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. He's on the pup list. I mean, I said originally they were aiming for late August, and Zuck had uh, confirmed August 26th. The Coliseum was something they were talking about, but Musk has not confirmed a date, and now we see this tweet about his, uh, his back really? and an MRI. That was very brutal. And you do wonder if he's... That's still from, what, the sumo wrestling match that yes. he did a number of yeah. years ago where he injured his back? Um, said mm. this any number of times, but uh, it, it, it's... It's something that shouldn't happen. No. I mean, it's, it, it can't be a good sign for the world when two of its richest men are going to get in a caged well, fight of some kind. That said, if it does happen, I'm going to be there, <laughs> along well, with a lot of other people. Well, of course you're going to be in his corner. I, I will that. be wherever I have to be. Yeah, you'll be in his corner. You'll be like, you know, giving him Doing ammonia. A, putting, uh, yeah, you know, cutting yeah. Vaseline That'll on his you. eyebrow. You know, That'll be you. There are plenty of people who've underestimated uh, Elon Musk oh. through the years, but Zuckerberg has been training in Brazilian jiu-jitsu for oh, years. Zuckerberg will crush him. Years. He'll crush him. It's not even a fair fight. By the way, you know what's not a fair fight? And everyone, I know people are worried about in terms of reliability. Will YouTube be ready for the NFL? My God, and there's no backup. There's no backup. You mean Sunday ticket? Yeah. That's a good point. Oh, but my God. But when you say ready for it, you mean? Well, I don't want them to be overwhelmed if there's a big game. I think. If anybody has the capacity to do it, we, oh, data centers, it would seem to be alphabet. I, I'm concerned. I mean, DirecTV, of course, is stick a fork in that. Who wants that? That's the Tyson Foods of, uh, of TV. Tyson but but I think court. that I, I know many people who feel like that they that YouTube needs some practice. And you're not going to get it during the preseason hard because to, no players are playing. Hard to practice that kind of event, sure that is. kind of scale, and the, the bandwidth needed. I know. By the way, we should mention... AK out of Tesla today. Yeah. CFO's leaving. Stock's down uh, about a percent, I think. Um, yeah, he's been uh, there for 14 years. Uh, right? It's very good. CFO, yeah. Stability, David. Um, Zach Kirkhorn stepped down August 4th, 13-year tenure, excuse me, last four years. Master of coin. Don't forget, he's also master of coin. Oh, really? And the chief financial officer. But Musk runs that um, conference call. Well, did, didn't tough. Musk also say over the weekend that the, the title CEO is by very nature fake? It's unbelievable. You need a president and a secretary and everything else well, is sort of go. fluff. Well, certainly any PR people whatsoever, uh, which, of course, has always been the case with Musk. But uh, remember, and or conference. anyone else to hold your hand in any way. So. He grew up. The conference calls are very, they sound like it's, you know, Procter & Gamble now. The test of conference calls. There's like the, I would never take that in the tomato that's not, field. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? Well, no, it's just it's no longer fun. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of fun conference calls these days. You know, where there's, look, I'm not, I'm not asking for Henny Youngman or, or you know, Chris Rock. I just want some levity. And I find that, that Musk now is very tiresome. Just like, you know, it's... Well, maybe on his call, but not on his Twitter feed. And then, you know, he is going to still potentially get in a match, cage fight. Well, I look, I think he's more interesting Zuckerberg. away. I think that something happened to him to make him so that he, he's quite boring on a call. 
I mean, the call just sounds like it's another call. Consumer packaged goods call. I mean, touch the hot stove a couple of times, maybe you'll yeah. be back. Uh... But, I, you know, if you, <laughs> I urge people to listen to calls. If you want to call, who was best call last week? Amazon. Yeah. No, in terms of the, an arc of interest, Amazon was the best in terms of the numbers. Oh, I don't know, Jim. Dave Zaslav. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, knew you were gonna, I thought you were going to go there. I thought you were going to go Look, there. Look, Brian runs an unbelievable Amazon call. You, but, you know, it was helped by the fact that it was an amazing quarter. And by the way, costs were down uh, uh, incredibly. Uh, they didn't sacrifice any same day whatsoever. Uh, the uh, Amazon Prime was just a... Of just a showcase of American consumerism. We were concerned, though, about a deceleration in growth at AWS. Well, and the market, it stabilized. It's that was stabilized. the word, stabilized. It looks like yeah. people trimmed back and then started going and back that up. that ad business is yeah, and now, uh, they, Yes, but now they're going to be 12 going to 15, maybe even 20 in terms of Amazon Web Service. Do you know when I said I drew the line in the sand at 10, they were angry? <laughs> I was right. Um. There is some uh, reaction from the analysts today on some of the quarters last week. Amazon, Apple, Wayfair, DraftKings. Oh, it's such a short squeeze. We'll talk about those. Yeah, DraftKings is just a great number. Yep. How's Rite Aid doing? <laughs> we'll get Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell. One more look at the pre-market here on this Monday. Don't go anywhere. The spirit of performance defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura has been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, time for a mad dash. Two minutes before we get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange. Where you want to head? I've been following the idea that we should have a stable coin, which is the way you can interact with crypto. Right now, it's been couple companies that some people think are sketchy. But PayPal is launching. And now they're, they're, PayPal had just an okay quarter. But to have their stable coin backed up by treasuries and currency and actual dollars is very big. And I say this because I've had the former head of the CFTC on twice right. saying that they've got to fix this. And if they do it, the stable coin it is terrific. And um, Tim Massett's the fellow who I like. And this is really the possibility of very positive for PayPal shares down 34% for the last 12 months. And if you go back two years, it is just. Ever since the breakup with eBay, I thought it would not be significant, but it was. Ugly. And the the decline has been horrendous. And you know that there's been activism. But for them to be able to do a stable coin may actually begin the discussion in Congress about how we got to start regulating it and not just having this angry match between, between Gensler Chairman and, Gensler and, and well, the industry. So I regard this as very positive. Now, J.P. Morgan is not going to do it. J.P. Morgan is not going to. Doing a stable point. Right. Since I've actually asked them, they kind of just said, are you kidding me? Uh, but this is very important. And I think that PayPal is the outfit you'd like to switch to. I mean, I, I would. 
If I were doing, if I were doing uh, crypto right now, I'd switch to PayPal. I'd put my money with them. There you go. That's what I do. All right. Let's get the opening bell here and the CNBC real-time exchange. And the big board, it's GraphTech, manufacturer of Graphite Electrode, celebrating its fifth listing anniversary. And at the NASDAQ, it's the winners of the Chicago Innovation Awards, recognizing some new products, services, and companies in Chicago. As we get some decent breath, try to work our way back to 4,500. Jim, on Friday, Jeff DeGraff uh, said maybe consolidate to 4,300. I think that that, that could be. Uh, look, Wilson's back. Uh, Morgan Stanley right there talking about how we, the macro blew it. But Carson's piece is very interesting from Goldman Sachs today, saying, look, it's a stock picker's market. Individual companies are doing things that make it so that uh, it's not so good to look at the S&P. I thought that was a great, great note. Because I have individual companies on all the time, and I, I just tell you that th- they're doing so much better than the aggregate. Uh, I thought that uh, is David on today because his stuff. Costin? He was so good. Yep. He really spent a lot of time looking at the individual stocks, which I love. Now that we're so far through earnings season, and it was a great note. Well, and, uh, speaking of Goldman, uh, Jan Hatzi is with us on Friday. They, he thinks they do not move in September or November. I know, but then Michelle but Bowman comes out and says it's very important that they raise. The, the long bottom would seem to indicate that, well, I, you know, that there's a, uh, I would say that, that, there's a, that the numbers are, very, are, are really strong for the economy still. I know that there was a wage number that you could argue uh, wage per week, hours per week, I'm sorry. Yeah, the w- work week. Uh, work week, but I, the economy's still very strong. And I can understand why she said that. And I think that another rate hike would not be wrong. Right. At the same time, you do have Williams in the Times saying that you could get cuts in 24. Why did he say that? And that well, because his argument is real rates as inflation cools, are getting, we're getting more restrictive but, by the day. I know. I just don't want, don't, don't want to get ahead of themselves because the economy's regathered steam. There's a lot of companies. Look, when Amazon does its number, David, you know, Amazon is a great barometer of the economy. And I, everyone said that only people, the only spend was on travel. <laughs> spend was on Amazon. Is that big? It is an enormous platform, as we know. And so you think it can be a reflection of overall consumer demand? I think that people, uh, one of the few habits that was learned during the pandemic was to use Amazon. And so it's very hard to gauge retail without looking at Amazon. And I think that the federal government still is not caught up to the way that the digital economy is moving, which is much faster than the federal government. Very important. I mean, even, you know, you know, the Justice Department's case against Google yes. on, on advertising monopoly. Yes. I think when I look at it, I think that they don't include TikTok. They, they don't include uh, YouTube, which is theirs. Right. But I just think that there's lots of new ways to advertise. And I don't think that they're including them. So the Justice Department may not be. I thought that that case was pretty good. But then I started thinking about all the other places you can advertise. And then I wonder whether it's, it's as relevant because things are going so fast. It's interesting because you have thought the DOJ had a strong case there. I did until I realized that there's so many other places to advertise. And you know it, too. Well, by the way, back to Amazon, $10.7 billion in advertising well, revenues example. for the quarter makes it one of the largest advertising platforms around. Right. I mean, so, imagine that. That's over $40 billion a year in right. revenues. I think Justice Department has to, if they sat back and looked at everybody, 
they might say, you know, there's really not, there may be monopolistic behavior by Google, but it's not winning. I just am just pointing out yeah, that there's no. another side to the trade. I mean, um, to the Fed. It's interesting how often you do come back, Jim, to the FTC or the DOJ. Well, because they, you know, they're look, occupying a decent amount well, of your brain look, space. Look, if you want to know um, whether the Kroger deal goes through, you, which is a big deal, you, you can just get the answer, which is no. No, the answer is no. <laughs> and, well, the answer is going to be blocked. Dave, you spend we a huge know. amount of time with Microsoft Activision. You know that yes. Microsoft took them on and Microsoft won. Uh, and I listen, think others are going to take them on. The, I, I was not questioning as much Microsoft's ability to potentially prevail against the FTC as I think many were wondering what the process would be like in the UK. By the way, we're still kind of wondering. Right. Um, I think it's, what is it, the end of this month is when the break fee goes up. I got to check. I thought it was August 29th. But... Um, um, you know, we're waiting on that one. But that was where, I think, Jim, we really, many people oh, misjudged, no, perhaps, um, in part because we were didn't have as much familiarity with the process in the U.K., since it's right. kind of relatively new that they had an antitrust. They always had an antitrust function, but for a long time they were part of the EU. So No, um, but, but you're right. I'm, I'm fixated on it just because I think one of the giant reasons why we're stalled here, Carl, that we talked about, is because I think there's a lot of companies that are intimidated to do a deal. All right, well, we got two that did do do deals today. What, the private equity? We got a private equity deal for Verative. That is uh, essentially a packaging company. But let's do the other one. We sort of hit it very briefly, which is Campbell buying. Oh, um, I'm so glad you brought that up. Campbell buying Sovos Brands. um, Rayos. Which, Rayos, people may know that, of course. Well-known restaurant here in New York, but many years ago licensed... Uh, right. Their name and their recipe. It's the sauce of choice in my house. I don't know uh, about yours. Well, do you know why that is? But uh, it's also, by the way, I'm just here, quick, you know, take from one analyst. Rayo's sauce velocities are roughly 60% higher than other SKUs. And while their top five SKUs have 80% distribution, the next five SKUs are 20% below that and still very high velocity items. What does that mean? Big it means runway. that at least they think Campbell's probably... Big runway. Do better here, particularly with, in the frozen food. Eight hundred and thirty-seven million in calendar year two thousand twenty-two revenues for Sobos brands. Twenty-nine times. They're paying about fourteen point six times adjusted EBITDA. That's even when you include. I think it's um, very exciting when you deal. Include the synergies. Of now, David, bucks. as an aficionado of tomatoes, particularly Italian tomatoes, where you know I grow up pretty good. Well, Carl knows my garden. It's not bad. I'm going to be. I'm going to be harvesting my olives this year. Ooh, but David, oh, your olives and in, not in domestically. Italy. Yes. No, I'm gonna. No, I'm not domestically. You're not Good able. To, you're not able to export those olives. From. No, I'm not. I just. It's, I, unfortunately, but I do have a couple of bottles if you want to try it. Uh, but I will tell you. Now, this is very interesting. Mark Klaus, who is a fantastic CEO of Campbell's, yep. went there. David, those tomatoes are from nearby. Um, the the their companies in Naples, but Pompeii. Now Pompeii lava. Lava is, you know, lava soil. Yes, very, very rich in nutrients. Yes, right? yes. That's the why secret. are we talking about this? Because that's Rayos. That's where they make the tomatoes. Oh, that's soil. where they get the tomatoes. Well, you think they get it from from 115th Street? No, I oh. mean these are tomatoes. I I, I am jealous Doesn't of the New soil. Does New Jersey have good tomatoes this time? Of year? Well, that's Campbell's has. They already. That's where it started. But I've just, David, if you're going to pick a place, you want to be in Italy and you want to be near Pompeii because that is the holy grail of tomatoes. Got it. It's mostly, um, they do uh, Roman. They don't do beefsteak. Okay. 
You know, Jersey's beefsteak. Sobo steel is 23 bucks a share. Campbell's the shares Romas. are not The Romas, you know the ones that don't have a lot of seeds? Yes, thank you. They don't have a lot of seeds, I, and that's what they use, and they're delicious. Um, and if you like to package your tomatoes, then you can probably get something from Veritas, Jim, yeah. which is getting bought for 170 bucks a share. It's a private equity deal. Right. Obviously, we're not talking about deals in terms of dollar-wise that are particularly large. The Campbell deal for Sobos is about 2.7 billion total. Do you like um, that? You know, that's a high multiple stock, so it's very interesting what will happen. But they now have their mule section, which is their don't confuse it with Vertiv. This is very no, no, much no, smaller. No, Vertiv Ver- Ver- did a big secondary. Vertiv is doing a 20 million dollars, a 20 million share secondary. But, but what you want with Campbell's is now more f- the food business is more than 50 percent. And that means it's not just trapped by the soup era. You're, by the way, I like the soup era. I mean, I happen to love Campbell's. But, mm, good. But that's because I grew up in a house where Campbell's was good. They would put more water in it, my mom, in order to let it go further. Little, um, yeah. That Veritiv deal uh, is oh, right Clayton Dubalier. And I would point out, just because this is something we followed for some time, the financing for it, again, it's not a large deal, is banks as opposed to many of the private credit Firms, funds, alternative asset managers to provide private credit. Uh, this is looks more like an old-fashioned syndicate. RBC, Wells Fargo, UBS. Wow, it's um, pretty cool. Goldman Sachs. By the um, way, do you have notice Goldman Sachs' stock? How it goes up a little bit every day? No, I hadn't. Tell yeah, me. it's pretty interesting because they are getting out of. But the big thing will be: Are they going to get rid of the the credit card, yeah. and will someone buy the credit card? after they spent a fortune on it. But this is a new broom sweeping clean. There is nothing that is not on the table other than private wealth management. And I think it's very interesting that this stock just does not quit after a quarter that a lot of people felt was just ho-hum. Yeah, I did notice today Jeff Curry, uh, their well-known uh, head of commodities research, leaving the bank after 30 years. He, of course, made some bullish calls on crude that didn't pan out, although maybe we'll get there. Well, I think it's interesting because the Aramco numbers were so awful. But the Russian oil that comes that comes through India to um, the West, really too bad. This is financing a war. Yes, it is. And nobody does anything. Well, I'm not sure what you're supposed to do, but yeah. You know. Well, I mean, they want they want helicopters and, and they want jets. And yes, they they, you, can't beat, you can't beat the Russians without helicopters and jets. Although um, we did have this summit in Saudi Arabia. And now China looks to be supportive of another round of peace talks. If it's, it's weird, we're getting headlines on uh, on potential pathways to peace talks, along with new drone strategies that are uh, getting right. more aggressive. Well, I think that a peace talk now would be disastrous because that would lock in the fact that the Russians right. won a so far. It's been part. slow going with the counteroffensive, given your point about well, because the they don't because they, you know, they threw the in tanks have. against it. You need six to one to be able to win. You need six. To really win, you need six to one. Um, and then there is what's going on in the Black Sea, which is actually going to have a potential impact on commodity prices. Right, that takes out grains. 13% of the world's calories come from Ukraine. That's going to cut back. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the world's pricing is going to go up. Brazil pricing is going to go up. The United States farmers could do well. But if you go by deer and you go by Agco uh, or CNH, it, they've not been great. Caterpillar, different story, though. Caterpillar has been amazing, and that's because they are data center, um, they are oil and gas, they are mining, and people keep thinking they're China, and China's less than 5% of the company. 
Kind of reminds us of Tyson today, uh, down Ooh, nine. Uh, they do miss on the top and the bottom line. Uh, they do reiterate the full year sales guide, yeah. which is roughly in line. I may have to take over that company. I think I'm good at food and just run that company for year remotely. Forget the chickens, planting a lot of tomatoes, Ch guys. Chickens are hard. I've had chickens and the darn foxes. They just take, Catching you know, they, them. Rip, they rip their heads off and they don't even eat them. I mean, what the heck is that? There's, there's, just, there's some there's farmers. Some tomatoes. No, okay, so that's the tomato blight, and I don't know how many of those are going to turn. I wish they put the real picture of the tomatoes, because I had a great yield this weekend, and Lisa and I made Jim's none better. But here, these are the ones that took from the blight. I had to, I had to just, blight means you have to pull the stuff immediately. You can't oh, even oh, wait. Because you can't let it spread, right? Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Look at Farmer oh, Davis. Oh, you know me, you know. Back in Queens, we had a lot of... Whoo. Queens, yeah, big garden, acreage, big gardening yeah, Queens is uh, area known for the city, no, for its soil, very, very good known soil, like, like Pompeii. <laughs> Pompeii. Jim, you mentioned, um, well, you know, we haven't. Well, did we did we hit what happened at Tyson? What the problem uh, is, um, or not? Well, the I myriad mean, problems. Uh, I mean, how sales, about management? Sales flat, gap operating income down ninety eight percent, but that was impacted by a number of different things. But I guess overall sales uh, uh, down three percent from the prior year for the third quarter didn't help. They do say that they're fully committed to their vision of delivering sustainable top-line growth and margin improvement. Really? Yeah. You know, I used to talk to them all the time because I just I was a believer that they could turn it around. But it's just, I mean, look, this is a business where we all pay too much for everything they make, and it doesn't seem to matter. It just doesn't translate to them. How is that possible? Look at Apple. Jeez, I told you it wouldn't be up. Uh, one, one thing we didn't get to, Jim, was some cyber, uh, the debate around... Uh, Fortnet last week. Today, right. uh, Guggenheim comes to their defense, although Webbush does remove Palo Alto wow. from the best ideas. Yeah, and that's the Fortnet effect is going to hurt Palo Alto. It's a, a, a stock that I own for my travel trust, and people aren't happy that they're going to report on Friday night. And Fortnet was upgraded today, and Webbush uh, pulled, uh, put, pulled Palo Alto. And Dan Ives, I'm sure, which I don't know if Dan's been on a couple times yet. Um, Today? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm Dan has, Dan fills in for me on Friday night. That's <laughs> amazing. He's killed. Yes. Because he wears that yellow blazer, kind of like what he used to wear and why world support. Dan is, yes, two-thirds of the world is covered by water and the rest is covered by Dan Ives. <laughs> Don't you love that? Yeah. So Palo Alto will be down. My travel trust, we're debating buying it, but I really feel like that. Let the Fortnite effect sink in and uh, see what happens. You mentioned the ad market, and we will get uh, Disney on Wednesday, uh, uh, Paramount tonight. I think Disney's going to be terrible. But he already it's told terrible. us. Well, I know, but I think the fork, I think the, I, I think the forecast is going to be bad. Um, I think it's just bad. It, My trust knows that you're supposed to say why. Well, I've asked you that already. I'm I know. I've said because I'm wrong. I'm, you should have. You should clearly. But I've got a long-term view. Time I mean, I'm like one of those people who come well, on TV. You're going to need they, a long-term view, and, and Iger says you're going to need a long-term view. But I mean, he he did everything he could, I think, to say how difficult things are. There's no way in you terms can see, of the quarter that's going to be it's, reported. It's and by the way, when he sat down with me, the quarter already had been completed. Now he obviously right. could talk about it at all, no. but he certainly gave some sense how challenging both on for linear cable networks in terms of yeah. losing subs and the ad market, no. that area of he's the ad a, market. He's a Green Bay fan, and Green Bay's as bad as Disney. Um, guys, IEP, which is a company we were following, you know, oh, Carl Icahn, down another 8% worth Yeah. They cut the dividend uh, late last week, as people may be aware. It's still a very significant yield, but it is um, 
getting a different shareholder base, maybe. I don't know. What shareholder base? Like what? Hindenburg is... A shareholder uh, base. Hindenburg has, has uh, won what? that skirmish right. for now. Well, I mean, when you have that kind of strange valuation, you have a margin call. It doesn't... Oh, although he was not, able to, you know, he he righted his capital structure to the extent that Carl Icahn right. by uh, getting the banks to step in and re, uh, renegotiating certain loans and things of that nature so that he does not have a margin call. He was so short the market. He would come on air right. and just say he hated the market. And very was, negative. Well, where did, you know, that was, the market went up. That was not a good call. No, that no. was that was a suboptimal call the whole way. Yes, and over time, I think when you look at the returns, they are not particularly strong, as they are not for many of the big firms and uh, well-known managers that we talk about often. But what do you think about Blackstone hanging in there? What? Wait, what? We Blackstone. Just, oh, what about Blackstone? Well, their manager, Jonathan Gray, I think he's doing a good job. Yes. I, I don't equate them in any way with what I was thinking about. Oh, you're so just, the, you know, the, the, large what, hedge the, the big hedge funds that come on? No, they're all negative and they don't want anyone to no. make any money because they've made, you know, it's like, no, it's dangerous. But I was no, talking about performance over time. Blackstone well, is, a, is a giant, they're more than trillion dollar alternative asset manager in virtually everything. I just, we used to talk about this B-read all the time. We don't talk about that anymore. No, because, because things quieted. Because, and, no, because and exactly the, what, what Jonathan Gray said happened. That's true. He said it's fine, and it like, didn't matter. Hey, by the way, what's the best chart in the book? This is very interesting. Carl, you want to give it a guess? Uh, no. Right. I don't either. Boston Properties. Ah. How is that possible? 5.7% yield. Stock clearly bottomed. It's just going up. They've got a lot of A-plus buildings. They do. Uh, earnings were look at well that, received. It, it, yeah, Listen, that is some. Uh, Tornado also looks similar. Even SL Green, they all many of them bottom. They're coming back because the shorts are quite a again. lot of challenges in the office market. But as you point out, Jim, if you own A or A plus, right. you are in a much better position than Absolutely. if you have a, a, awesome even property. a smattering of, of less. Multiple headlines today about the uh, DC agencies pressuring their workers to come back this fall. Zoom telling their employees come back for at least two days. Wow. I mean, you never had to work at Zoom if you never had to go to Zoom. No, Zoom. You gotta, well, is yeah, Gensler going to not be in front of the fireplace? Wow. That'd be interesting because he's been like a Yule log. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? Funny. Is that what you play in the holidays? You play a video of Gensler I by like, the fireplace? I like the chairman. <laughs> I like the chairman. Oh, uh, it's almost was, Christmas. Was, Let's wait, turn on Gensler. I was way out of line with that. We had a line with that. No, but you know what else that was? What? It was funny. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Well, you know, my, my stepson worked at Zoom. I never know went, that. Never went to Zoom. <laughs> there was no reason. Because you see, it's by remote. Yep. As I like to say, we're the only people who show up five days a week in person and wear ties. That's it. Us. Well, most, not, not Fridays, not every day. I don't. Yeah, I don't yes. like being off Fridays. I'm going to have to work on that. <laughs> the heck is that about? I think they want me to be off Fridays. Totally yeah, off. We want to pace you. We want to pace you. Yes. But if I'm doing like, all this like work anyway. Yeah. You can't race. You can't those run are, every day. Those we are gotta. fractious and unruly. You know, I once adopted a thoroughbred. Oh, you can't. You can't. They'll just throw you. We need you to keep you going. You need to have we like We don't want retired... you because we're worried you're going to kick us. So yeah. We've got a lot of years. We've got to pace you. Retired police horses are the best horses to adopt. Have you seen that dog that we adopted? Tony to go with Riga? No. We got Riga Tony? The thing is like... It's like 40 different kinds of dog. Beautiful uh, dog. Yeah. Jim's new Jim's I, new I, I I'm yeah. so happy to hear that, though. We're trying to figure out I mean, what religion he is. 
<laughs> Has he told you? Nah, I guess use the 23 and me. <laughs> with, with that, they went it's to the bond animation. Uh, let's check out bonds today. We got some mixed signals and yields, but the 10-year still around 407, two-year uh, 477. As we got some stabilization, five points shy of 4,500 again. Be right back. It's time for Jim to stop trading. Well, Carl, there's been a big debate about whether travel overseas or domestic has really kind of turned to the negative. And I, last week, bookings had an amazing number and stocks up again. I'm looking at Expedia starting to go up. That would be key because Expedia did not have a great quarter, and here it goes. Uh, it might look, might be a long shot, but Hertz, I think, could be interesting. Uh, I just think that the travel trade is being written off too early. I think people are uh, addicted to travel because they realize life is short. Uh, you know, a lot of people go to Europe by going to Iceland, save a lot of money, stop there. I, I think I know at least one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I will say that this is an important trade because if, if we lose this, uh, then we don't really have, that's like the big theme right now. Still. Yeah. Uh, we did get an upgrade of UAL out of Redbird. Yes. Yeah, uh, I don't know Redbird. Just well, How so, about tonight then? Okay, I have Enbridge, which is probably the most powerful force when it comes to export of oil in the whole world. Uh, because I think that if they have a cold winter in Europe, you're going to need them. And then Xylem, this is another uh, water theme. I'm trying to embrace, David, I'm trying to embrace the themes of what I think is really matter. Water, uh, decarbonization, these are the things I care about. I don't know what you care about, but that's what I care about. I just like hearing you say water. Well, I'm from Philadelphia. I know. Boy, Philadelphia did well with it with NVIDIA. We'll see you tonight. Good to have you back. Uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Dow's up 245. Take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. 